Hi everyone, welcome back or welcome if you're new to the Virgo Female Podcast. It's me, Jessica. So today I had this great idea after I was watching some Alicia Marie YouTube videos. You guys all know her back from old school YouTube when the saturated Bath and Body Works hauls were a thing. Anyways, I was thinking about one video that she uploaded where she was saying that she was burnt out and she needed a break and she took two months away from social media actually only her main channel she still vlogged did instagram her podcast etc and then she came back and everything was like perfect and she just seems so productive and just like on top of everything now and that got me thinking about burnout and also how i see people on social media talking about mental health like people will say oh yeah i have anxiety or i have depression or they'll make a joke about it or they'll put it in their caption beneath a picture of them wearing a beautiful dress in a field having a picnic with their friend and i'm just like okay first of all i'm happy for you i'm happy for you that you're you know living the life or at least you look like it um but some of us don't bounce back after 2 months some of us cannot do or live an incredibly organized and motivated life um, with some of the issues that we have going on. And I would love it if I saw more influencers being super open about the nitty gritty of what they have to do in order to actually have a fully functional life with their mental health issues that they have going on, whether if it's stress or they have something more major like PTSD going on. Because I know so many people struggle with these things. Like, so many people. And so, that's what I want to do today. Like, POV, you just came up to me and you're like, Jessica, I want to hear all of your advice and experiences when it comes to mental health. Like, what works? What doesn't work? Um, what do I have to know before I start therapy or before I start medication or when people start pushing me away because I'm not perfect, you know, like all the tips and tricks and secrets, I'm going to tell that to you today. And I think the first thing I want to talk about is therapy because I feel like it's such a taboo subject. It really annoys me because I see a lot of people capitalizing on therapy these days by just like using it as a sponsor for their YouTube video. Like, oh, Better help is so great if you need help, if you're depressed, like, <laughs> and I'm making money off of it. I mean, I, okay, it's probably a good sponsor. It's probably better than like Best Fiends or something. I don't know. But I'm like, come on, like, actually tell me what it's like to go to therapy for the first time and how you can like prepare yourself and how you can actually do it successfully. My parents threw me into therapy when I was in eighth grade because I was getting texts from classmates saying that I should kill myself and I was very depressed and so they sent me to therapy and at that time I, I don't think I really knew what was going on. I just kind of went in and I would make satirical jokes at everything that this man would ask me. And then I went again in my sophomore year of high school. And at that point, I was again <laughs> so over it. Um, but I recently started going again this past year. 
And the first visit was like so challenging. I don't know if it's when you are an adult, when you're over 18, like everything just gets like a lot more deep and um, the conversations change. So I walked in and this chick immediately starts asking me, okay, what are the most terrible things that have happened to you in your life? What's like your number one stressor right now? And oh yeah, tell me about the times that you were raped. Um, tell me the names of the people and tell me the whole story, like down to the nitty gritty of like what you were doing and what they were doing and like all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just trying to like maintain my composure with this random stranger right now. And you want me to tell you like the deepest, darkest things that I worry about and that haunt me at night that I don't even talk with my family or close friends about like oh my gosh how am I even supposed to deal with this right now (laughs) you know and it's challenging to not just burst out laughing or to just kind of answer the questions in a half-assed pleasant polite sort of way like oh yes like I I am struggling with a bit of anxiety, you know, and and they're just like, oh my gosh, just cut the bullshit. They are here to help you with what is going on inside of your brain and you're probably paying like $100 an hour and honestly, therapy is like super great, but you have to be ready to actually do legit shadow work when you go in. Like if you're struggling with something in your life, You need to say to yourself before you go in that door, I am going to get super uncomfortable. I am going to get super vulnerable. And I'm also going to be super assertive with my therapist to tell them, hey, I need you to help me with X, Y, and Z issues. And they will do it. But if you don't do that, you are not going to, I can't talk. You are not going to get um, anything out of your sessions. And I I wish more people would talk about that because the way that it comes across like in movies, I mean, if you've ever watched like Lucifer, it's like, oh, when I go to a therapist, I lay on the couch and make funny jokes about everything that they say. And then I have sex with them. And that's how I pay for my sessions. It's like, that's not the way it is. Why are you genuinely portraying therapy as this like lame thing where like you lay on a couch I don't understand I don't understand media and I want people to like actually take it seriously so yeah that's the tea on therapy I would highly recommend however there are some therapy sort of things that you can do for yourself at home if you're a um broke b you're like way too anxious to like go out and be spilling all this tea to like some random person you've never met either one is fine um but I want to tell you like my favorite most like mentally painful therapy exercise that I've ever done like I was literally bawling my eyes out over the paper like dying inside while I did this it is very intense It takes a lot of time. This is what I would literally call like the most, most fulfilling yet lame, um, very inefficient way of fixing the reasons why your brain is so fucked up. (laughs) I know that's like a super long title. You're probably like, Jessica, like, what is this? (laughs) I want to know. So here it is. 
you're going to take a journal. You're going to get a journal from like Dollar Tree or Walmart. You want a really shitty journal. You don't want a special journal because you're probably not going to want to read what you write after you write it because it's just going to be like so cringy and like just like hurt your soul. And you're going to take this journal and you are going to start from the very beginning writing letters to everyone in your life that has ever affected you in either a positive or a negative way. So you could start by writing letters to your parents. And what you do is you go throughout every memory that you have with that person and talk about your feelings and just communicate to that person what you want them to know about you and and what you felt when they hurt you in different situations and things that you wish that they knew. And you're just going to go through and you're going to make it as detailed as you want. It can be, you know, it could, you can use up the whole notebook for one person if you want, or you can just do one page. Like everyone's different, right? But you are literally going to do this for everyone. And you're not just going to do it for people. You are going to do it for corporations. If you are like fired from Microsoft or something, you're going to write a letter to Microsoft and tell them how they negatively and positively affected you and changed your life. And you're just literally going to do this for everyone. And what this does is it kind of puts your subconscious brain and your conscious brain working more in tandem with each other because instead of just having all these like ties to people from throughout your life that like hurt you and it's just like affecting you and affecting your dreams and making you stressed out and like blah you're like gonna be on top of that shit and know exactly why you are as fucked up as you are now and you're gonna just be very self-aware and you're gonna let it all out and you're not gonna have any of that like bitterness or like resentment left over because it almost automatically turns a switch in your brain to like I guess let go and forgive all these those situations and people and stuff it's actually super powerful and I'm like totally judging myself because I have not completed this entire exercise yet I feel like it might honestly take me years to complete it Um, I wrote a few things to a few people and I was like literally like too emotionally wrecked to continue. Um, but I want to like make a dedication to myself to like keep working on that, keep working on my shadow work every week. And even if you don't have like depression or anxiety or anything, like you're a mentally healthy person, I feel like this exercise would still be super powerful for you. Just like, I don't know, learning the art of like letting out those thoughts onto paper and forgiving people that perhaps you don't have contact with anymore. It's just great for like any of those instances. So that's like one DIY therapy thing that I love. I don't really know of any others quite yet, but as soon as I do, you can be sure I will spill all the tea because I'm all about all that sort of stuff. Another thing I want to spill the tea on is like if your brain is so messed up that you literally cannot function without like meds or CBD and stuff because I used to be that one bitch that was like, you know what? 
I'm going to solve my issues the holistic way. I'm going to do yoga and drink herbal tea two times a day, and I'm going to read self-care, self-help books for hours every day, (laughs) and oh my gosh, I just want to slap her in the face (laughs) because, like, I don't know, if you're inherently lacking endorphins in your brain or the processes within yourself to de-stress when you need to de-stress, you're not going to be able to function without some sort of something being like inserted into your brain chemistry. Like you're just not going to. And I feel like it took me until I physically could not go to school or work because I was just like laying in bed all day, like crying. (laughs) Um, It's like, shit, I need to go on meds. And so I went to the doctor and I was like, oh, like I'm having this thing where like I'm just super lethargic and like all this stuff. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're like, it just sounds like depression. We want to put you on Zoloft. And I was so annoyed. I was like, no, like it's a physical health issue. And they're like, bitch, like just go on the Zoloft. We'll, we'll talk in a couple months, you know, and see, see if you're a lot happier then. It's so sad, like, how they push pills at you. And honestly, it's totally a personal decision. Everyone's different. And if you can treat stuff holistically, then totally do it. That's the way to go. I know, you know, I used to say, oh, I don't want to be reliant on medication. I don't want to always have to take it in order to be happier, in order to be um, functioning. But I feel like I had to learn to put my value in myself in the right place There was some sort of lie that I was telling myself that was basically, Jessica, you are not a valuable, intelligent human being unless you are completely functioning without any help. And so when I was finally able to start letting go of that lie, I was telling myself and allow myself to go to therapy and then allow myself to start medication. I feel like it started building up my self-esteem and making me realize that I am valuable and I deserve to get help. And I, I really want to reiterate that to each and every one of you, that you are so valuable, no matter how screwed up that you are or how screwed up your life is right now like you deserve help and care and support and um please do not push people away and please do not poo poo what doctors say oh my gosh i just rhymed you guys that was beautiful (laughs) um but yeah i will literally like tell you guys how it goes i i just started some anxiety meds i haven't started antidepressants yet because i don't have a pill chopper i have to like chop it in half every day I guess if I start with the full pill it's gonna like make me want to die all day long and that doesn't sound fun so I'm gonna follow their instructions um but here's the tea if you want something that's like kind of natural but will also help you literally non-sponsored get the not pot cbd gummies they taste like strawberry and It's super easy to remember to take them every day because number one, they taste so good. And number two, they're so cute. Like they look like little bears and you take it. And I think it's like, what, 20 milligrams or 30 milligrams or I don't, I'm not sure of CBD. 
and it's super low THC, so you're not like becoming a stoner or anything. Um, but it just kind of calms down your body and tells your body to be like, okay, like I can chill. I can live my life. I don't have to always feel like people are trying to like chop my arms and legs off. You know, it's pretty great, honestly. Okay. So now that we've kind of covered like all these taboo topics, like mental health wise, now I kind of want to talk about some basic stuff that if I don't do, I literally go nuts. And obviously we're all different, but I feel like this might help you. I'm not sure, but you know. So number one is meditation and yoga. The reason meditation is important is summed up by this super dumb quote that I hate And I hate it because I feel like it's used by people that don't understand the meaning of this quote. Um, I feel like it's used by people that don't have mental health issues, but I could be completely wrong. But the quote is, and I'm sure you've heard it, it's basically, if you're anxious, you're focusing on the future. And if you're depressed, you're focused on the past. And what meditation does is it helps you to just focus on where you are right now. Like you're sitting on a cushion in your basement or your living room or whatever and you're just kind of letting your thoughts go by and you're not like trying to grab them furiously like ah, I have to think whatever my brain is trying to let me think you're like no like I can just sit here and just sit and I know a lot of people are turned off by meditation it's almost like they think of it like therapy like oh I don't need that or oh I'm too lazy or oh it sounds boring Or perhaps it's one of those things that sounds so easy that it's like too good to be true. But if you can incorporate that into your daily routine, it's going to make such a big difference. And you guys, this is something that I need to work on myself because I know when I meditate, oh my gosh, when I can actually get myself to meditate. And hell, if I can get myself to meditate in the morning and at night, oh my gosh, I know that I am that girl on that day. (laughs) You can even get, um, I think it's an app called Balance. Um, I think they have like a free year and it's normally like $70 or something. If you're kind of too scared like me to like just sit there for 20 minutes and do nothing, Um, Because you feel like you'll get distracted or you'll quit or you'll just get super sad or anything. I like balance because they just go through different breathing exercises and you can do body scans and stuff like that. I think there's another app called Headspace. Um, Some other things I like to do for meditation is I'll look up like beautiful music on Spotify whether if it's like rainforest sounds or like Native American flute music and I'll just listen to it and I'll even just like lay on my bed and just listen to the music and listen to the sounds and let myself be. You're giving yourself permission to like stop being stressed, stop being depressed. It's like you get a little vacation and it sounds too good to be true, but I feel like with consistency, it's so great and The reason that I like that and yoga together in tandem is yoga actually really helps you if you've lost that connection with your body. Um, That can happen to you sometimes. Like if you're like super depressed, it's like you don't feel like you belong in your body. Your brain is like 
somewhere totally different and your body is just kind of there, you know, like you feel like you're already dead. <laughs> this is getting super dark. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. But like the reason that yoga helps is because the focus on the breath, in addition to the movements, kind of like takes your brain and puts it back inside your head and connects it with like your breathing. And then you're like, holy shit, I am a human being and I am alive. Wow, I have legs and they stretch. This is so cool. (laughs) And it's so useful. Yesterday night, I swear I was having like the worst panic attack. Like I genuinely thought I was dying. And so I went on YouTube and I literally Googled on YouTube. Wow, did I just say Googled on YouTube? Yes, I did. I searched up on YouTube one hour yoga for like stress relief and anxiety and I found one for flexibility and it was by this chick named like Cassandra or Cassandra and it was so freaking good you guys like by the time I was done I genuinely felt like all my worries were gone I felt like I wasn't going crazy anymore and I felt like I would actually be able to like go to sleep Because, you know, like if you go to bed and you're super stressed or you're super depressed or whatever, or like you're in the middle of a panic attack and you just fall asleep, well, you're scared to do that because you know that you'll wake up and you'll be in that same sort of mindset. But if you incorporate some of these things like meditation and yoga into your night routine before you go to bed, then you'll wake up and you're like more neutral. And so it's just... Oh, it's so good. And I really want to get myself to like do yoga and meditation two times a day because like I said, like if I do that and I go to therapy and I take meds, like my brain, mm, it is going to be so good. That is going to be like a beautiful brain. <laughs> um, oh God, here's like a really deep topic that I wanted to talk about, which is basically like, okay, what do you do when you are like doing great? You're doing fine. You... Um, come up with like a bunch of obligations and goals and you write down a bunch of stuff in your planner and then all of a sudden the next day you wake, wake up and you're like super depressed and like you're depressed all week you don't get anything done you get out of all of your routines you do nothing like how are you supposed to pick yourself back up from that how are you supposed to pick back up your motivation what do you do I have done this so many times <laughs> lol Not sure if you should be bragging about this, Jessica. Um, Anyways, (laughs) I feel like the best way to like get your life back on track after like a depressive episode or anything like that is to do your scripting. Um, So write down where you want to be in a few weeks. Just like write down how you'll feel after you get some goals done. Be like, oh my gosh, like if I actually go to work this week, I am going to feel less stressed out because I'm going to have money to pay my internet bill with. (laughs) I don't know, whatever it is for you. Um... And just, like, get super intense with, like, the emotions that you're going to feel, like, the positive emotions. And what that's going to do in your brain is going to be like, oh, my gosh, like, I really want this to happen. I really want to get into this. Literally, I was watching this YouTube video, and it was this girl, and she was talking about how we have to find something to fight for within ourselves. And obviously, like, if you're struggling, it's going to be a smaller thing to fight for than someone else. You might not be like, I'm going to create the new 
business model that's going to be even bigger than Amazon. I'm going to be a billionaire and I'm going to manifest a boat this year. But if you can script for small goals, like, okay, I want to be consistent with my habits this week. I want to show myself that I value myself enough to create these positive morning and night routines. I'm going to actually stop self-sabotaging and I'm going to allow myself to do the things that I need to do for myself in order to thrive. And you script about that and you really get into it with your emotions and stuff. Oh my gosh, girl or guy or whatever you are, like that is going to be a game changer. Why don't we all do this? We genuinely have half of August, we have September, we have October, we have November, and we have December. So that's like what? I can't do math. Three and a half months? We have like three and a half months, you guys. I hate hustle culture because it's making you have to like complete 50 million goals and projects and it has a lot to do with comparison to other people and it's so easy to get burnt out if that's your mission if your mission is to you know be super productive and stuff I feel like if your mission is to grow yourself grow in the way that you value yourself and take care of yourself and actually establish better habits and stuff and guys this is actually backed by that book that I read Atomic Habits if you haven't read it OMG you have to read it I literally want to own a copy I still don't and I'm like super annoyed that I don't have it but anyways if you do that like that is just like so much more powerful if we can just change our habits and the way that we view ourselves. It doesn't matter if we've gotten a promotion or, or um, I don't know, like built your booty from like a pancake to like a monstrous ass <laughs> from like lifting in three months, like all the stuff that people put on TikTok, like that stuff is not important in this grand scheme of things. If that's what you're striving for, And if you're in a really dark place right now and you're just thinking about, oh, if I had that job or if I had that body, well, I'm sorry. You're always going to be chasing something else. You're always going to feel like you're a victim and you're always going to feel like you're not enough because it will always be the next thing. But if you instead focus on changing the way that you treat yourself and value yourself and let everything else flow naturally, oh my gosh, this sounds so annoying and so cliche, um... I don't know. I just feel like if you focus on like the general thing instead of like all the things that come with it, then it's just so much better. So guys, here's the challenge. Here's the Virgo female challenge of the day. Literally tell yourself, self, I am valuable. (laughs) I deserve so much despite how fucked up I am. I am still special. And what I want you to do is just like write down like a few things that you want to change about the way that you view yourself, the way that you treat yourself and find something to fight for. It doesn't have to be a big, huge, glamorous thing. You don't have to make a TikTok series about it. You don't have to do anything. You know, all of these trends are so toxic and fleeting, but what you have with yourself, that's something that no one can ever take away from you, no matter 
where you go in life, no matter how bad your mental health goes, just like my Instagram post I was talking about today, no matter how bad my life gets, I still have my skincare routine. I still (laughs) cleanse my face and all that jazz, even when I'm super depressed. And so if you can do that with the way that you value yourself, even if you're battling against chemical imbalances or moves or breakups or anything, you are going to be okay because you're going to be able to get yourself through this. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Virgo Female Podcast. If you'd like, please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Virgo Female so I can see like what you were doing while you were listening. Were you going on a hike? Were you doing your makeup? I don't know. And also, it would be so great if you could leave a review Um, on this podcast so that other people can know that it's not trash unless you think it is trash then like literally rate it with one star and I will laugh in the middle of the night while I'm reading it and it will bring me so much joy so either way it's a (laughs) win-win and have a great day guys bye